3: Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Knaff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction and today, Encountering Jesus. How do you encounter Jesus? these days uh, in your prayer life, attending Mass in the sacrament of confession, maybe adoration, maybe in that uh, chance encounter with a stranger the other day The reality is that our Lord is with us in every moment of our lives. Then the question is do we have the eyes and the ears and the heart to recognize him? but well, we're going to talk about that today here to help us on the journey. Our spiritual director back with us once again Father Tom Wilson. Father Tom is a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. Pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, one of our regular contributors here on The Inner Life. Father Tom Wilson, a pleasure to have you back. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well. Chuck, uh,
2: we got a beautiful, sunny, cool fall day. This is why we live in Minnesota. It's uh, absolutely <laughs> gorgeous, and uh, one of the ways of encountering Jesus that we're going to talk about today is just seeing Him in the, uh, in, in the beauty of the sunshine and a, and a beautiful fall day and change of seasons. So we're uh, grateful to be living in that, grateful to uh, have this opportunity to uh, talk about how we meet the Lord.
3: And as we do every day, we'll open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience uh, to join us. How do you encounter the Lord Jesus in your life? We'd love to hear your story, and we'll get those phone lines uh, open here in just a moment. But uh, get us started, Father Tom Wilson, Encountering Jesus. What do we mean by that? How do we do that?
2: Well, what do we mean and how do we do it? Uh, It's a complicated question, but uh, the truth is that encountering Jesus is about uh, meeting him uh, wherever we happen to find ourselves uh, and, and being able to recognize his presence and to appreciate it and uh, take consolation in uh, in His presence, and as you mentioned at the top, Chuck, uh, it really is about it's about having eyes and ears uh, that are open to be able to, uh, to see and to and to hear Jesus. Uh, we're blessed in the Catholic Church with a with a sacramental life that uh, presents to us uh, very objective opportunities to be able to encounter Jesus. Uh, Within the sacraments, in baptism, in Eucharist, in reconciliation, in uh, anointing, in uh, marriage, uh, holy orders, um, all of it, we we encounter we encounter Jesus in that sacramental and and very objective way. Uh, but we're also called as as disciples to keep our eyes and ears open for. Uh, the presence of Jesus in other places. And I'm going to suggest, Chuck, that the more we appreciate and see Jesus uh, within the Eucharist and within our objective uh, ways that we have in the life of the Church, uh, the easier it will be for us to see him in other places where uh, as uh, St. Teresa of Calcutta used to say uh, in his disguises that he, he sometimes disguises himself in the people around us and uh, the more we appreciate and the more we connect with him uh, encounter with him in the, in the sacraments uh, the easier it is going to be for us to have eyes and ears to, to see and appreciate him in
3: uh, what we might sometimes call disguises. Mm. Father Tom Wilson is our spiritual director talking today about encountering Jesus. And let's uh open our, up our phone lines. It's a toll-free phone number if you'd like to uh, join us on the program, 888-914-9149. Don't forget, you can email us as well, at relevantradio.com But uh, encountering Jesus, uh, what is your experience of that? When have you encountered the Lord? And perhaps we should ask, when has the Lord encountered you? And again, toll-free number, 888 914 9-1 4 9. Talk a little bit more, Father Tom, if you would, about the seasons. Uh, I know for me, getting up in the morning, and one of my favorite Psalms is Psalm 19, and it talks about uh, just God uh, recreating, <laughs> creating the new day. And I know for me, especially this time of uh, the year, to your point, with the change of seasons, I, I just marvel at that. And I could just even hear in your words, the marvel, you, you're marveling at that in Minnesota, certainly this time of the year, but it's really, it's really part of the encounter, isn't it?
2: Uh it, it is, Chuck. And the the ability to to see and appreciate Jesus in the in the nature and the and the world around us, uh, it really is a it's a sign of the presence of, of God uh within us. They just have a little uh, a little story of uh, a woman uh, from from our neck of the woods here, very very holy woman, founded a, a retreat center, kind of up on the on the north end of the Twin Cities metro area, uh, Hermitage Retreats, kind of out out in the middle of the woods, and just wonderful to get away for uh, for quiet. But she was. Uh, Uh, a a graced and and holy woman herself. And I will never forget, I will never forget as long as I live. um, I was going up there for a a brief retreat, uh, a couple of days, and and I had just heard a very famous spiritual uh, author talk about uh, recognizing um, Jesus in the the simplicity of, of nature. And uh, Shirley was her name, and uh, as Shirley is br- uh, bringing me out to the cabin that I was going to be at, she sees this 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 giant like fungus, mushroomy type thing, and and she looks down at it and she says, "My, isn't that a beautiful fungus? God is very beautiful within that," and I recognized. Shirley's a lot holier than I am because I am not seeing God in that that fungus, but she is. She appreciates the goodness and the miraculous that God has created, even in something as as probably in terms of the eye to be not all that attractive she could see it she had she had the eyes to be able to see the uh, the, the presence of God in something that uh, certainly I couldn't and I suspect most of us most, most of us wouldn't necessarily think twice of but when we can recognize those the the, the beauty in the in the nature that surrounds us it really is a mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a grace of God uh, for us to be able to to recognize his presence within it
3: yeah, it reminds me we have a little uh, dogwood tree that uh, is out uh, our front window and uh, when uh, Christmas gets here we put Christmas lights on it and right now it's starting to change but I'm always so taken and this is what's happening now as I think about God uh, in nature I know that uh, what are we here We're on October 13th so in about two months when we get ready to put lights on that tree, there will not be one leaf on that little dogwood. <laughs> and I'm always amazed about a week before we're ready to do that, there's still leaves on it. But by the time uh, we get into, um, you know, late November, early December, there's not a leaf on On that tree it's always just a reminder to me as you're talking about about the beauty of God in nature and again if we have the eyes to see that we can begin to recognize and experience those graces can't we
2: yeah absolutely you know and I I think um, you know Chuck we live in a we live in a in a hyper speedy world and you know we get we get bombarded by so many external uh, noisy things uh, that it can it can blur our vision, it can cover our eyes to to be able to see the you know the glory and the magnificence of of God in uh, the simplicity of the of the world around us and you know i I suspect we have a lot of our our listeners that are uh, praying intently and and maybe somewhat tense and maybe even worried about um, the world situation and our elections coming up and and all those things and um you know Lord knows we need to we need to be praying and be concerned about those, but um don't overlook the, the the presence and the and the goodness of of God around you even in the midst of the uh the the chaos and some of the scary things that we that we deal with in our world yeah. uh it's It's a wonderful way to 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 bring back a sense of of peace to the soul.
3: Father Tom Wilson our spiritual director talking about encountering Jesus and again phone lines are open if you'd like to join us we'd love to hear your story but how do you encounter Jesus when does he encounter you again toll free if you'd like to join us 888-914-9149 can you talk a little bit father tom in terms of not recognizing Jesus i'm always reminded of of the gospel reading the road to Emmaus, and uh, they literally encounter Jesus they have dinner with the lord and uh, they didn't recognize him until later and were not our hearts burning when he unpacked the scriptures for us and i wonder sometimes if if we we just don't have the eyes to see the heart to know him and he's right in front of us but we don't see him
2: yeah i think i think chuck obviously there's there's a lot of things in the world that um just by their nature, try to cover our eyes. Uh, sometimes it's the wiles of the enemy trying to prevent us from uh, being able to see Jesus, uh, who will bring us uh, peace and consolation. I think our own anxieties, our own worries, uh, our own fears, our, uh, sometimes maybe even our own sufferings and struggles in life prevent us from uh, from seeing Jesus, and uh, you know the story that you shared with us, Chuck, in the in the road to Emmaus, and the and the um, the the two companions walking along with Jesus is a is a reading that's often used in in funerals. It's a it's a it's a beautiful reading about recognizing Jesus, and and I'll often take that image to say, you know what, one of one of the reasons that. The, the companions were unable uh, to have a full encounter with Jesus and to be able to see him on the road was because of their own grief. Their own sadness they had um, there were expectations of what Jesus was going to uh, provide and, and do for them and do for the community and when the and when that didn't happen when he uh, when he died, and this was even post them hearing the stories of the resurrection, they were so mired in their grief. That they were unable to see jesus uh present right in front of their faces until of course he breaks the bread and it's the it's the Eucharistic reality then that finally opens their eyes to uh to being being able to see and appreciate that encounter with jesus but there, there are so many things that go go on you know within our our, our hearts and souls that can potentially uh, prevent us from from seeing Jesus uh, clearly and encountering Him. Uh, I think one of the one of the things that uh, again will help us is by staying near to Him, uh, participating in the in the life of the sacraments. Uh, all those things will help. Uh, keep our eyes uh, open and more clear and able to, to see Jesus in other places yeah. in our life.
3: Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director, talking today about encountering Jesus. Let's uh, take a phone call for you, Father Tom. Gail, listening in Orland Park, Illinois. Hi, Gail. Welcome to the Inner Life today.
4: Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. This just spoke to me. Um, I thank God. For my mother, who taught me as a child to see God in everything, the little things, just taking a walk and, you know, pushing a child in a stroller and pointing out the rainbow in the puddle if there's a little oil in it, Um, the clouds with the sun, we call it God's fingers, you know, coming through the clouds. All of that is just—it's God. Every single thing is God. The change of the seasons, where these trees, which were a wall, suddenly turn and then disappear, and in the spring they come right back. It's just—I don't know how you can't believe when you see things like this.
2: Yeah, i i, I would uh, I would agree, Gail. Thank you for Thank you for sharing that. And it's uh it's an inspiration and in, uh, of heart, and obviously the. The creation that we that we live in is a is a great big um, design and piece of art that God has created. And um, you know, when you look at a beautiful piece of art, you kind of see the big picture. But then you look at some of the smaller things, and you uh, you can appreciate it, appreciate it even more. And we uh, we do that with the with the world around us. And you know um i I think you bring up something very important about our ability to encounter and see Jesus Gale, and that is that your mother taught you you know your 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 mother showed it t- to you, your mother showed you the uh the miraculous of of the world around you and its simplicity um I, I would say most of us probably need someone to hold our hand and to and to show it to us. Uh, to show those encounters to us so that we're able to uh, be able to, to see them clearly as we, as we grow and, and hopefully then show other people uh, the, the magnificence and, and presence of, of the Lord among us. So yeah. thank you very much for um, uh, pointing that out to our audience, Gail. Thank you.
3: Yeah, yeah and Gail, if I might ask you a question, uh, what your mother taught you in terms of seeing God in nature, have you been able to do that uh, for the people in your life?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I still, till this day, my children are grown. I send them pictures of the moon, you know, in the sky. I send them pictures of the cloud formations. We do. We notice it. We, you know, and and I count that as a gift from God that I can see and that I can appreciate it because it's there for everybody to see, but not everybody
3: sees it. Yeah. And, and absolutely. Father. That, yep, yeah, yeah. that's why we, yeah. I mean, he's everywhere and we don't see it, see it all the time, do we?
2: No, no, no. And that's, um, you know, really, I think, um, you know, when we think about, when we think about the, uh, the, the darkness that so many people uh, live in, and there are obviously many reasons for it. Uh, but one of the things that, uh, we can be helpful to people who might be might be struggling in in those shadows is to uh is to point out to them the uh the beauty that god has placed uh before them you know yeah. in the in the world in their relationships uh all those sorts of things i think that's what that's what we as disciples are are, are called to do we're called yeah. to to point out the, the the presence of of god among us
3: yeah. Gail, thanks uh, for the story. We appreciate that. We are talking today about encountering Jesus, and what is your experience of that? When have you encountered the Lord? And perhaps we should ask, um, when has the Lord encountered you? Father Tom Wilson is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's
1: Gospel reading from the New
3: American Bible.
1: Luke chapter 11 verses 37 through 41 After Jesus had spoken, a Pharisee invited him to dine at his home. He entered and reclined at table to eat. The Pharisee was amazed to see that he did not observe the prescribed washing before the meal. The Lord said to him, O you Pharisees! Although you cleanse the outside of the cup and the dish, inside you are filled with plunder and evil, you fools. Did not the maker of the outside also make the inside? But as to what is within, give alms, and behold,
3: everything will be clean for you. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If
0: you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio.
3: Thanks for joining us, everyone. Chuck Neff along with our producer, Nick Schmitz. Patrick Alog is answering your phone calls today, and Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director, Father Tom, one of our regular contributors, a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis, talking today about encountering Jesus, and uh, when have you encountered the Lord? How do you encounter the Lord? Uh, we'd love to hear your story, and again, toll-free. If you'd like to join us, 888 914 So, Father Tom Wilson, take us back, if you would, into your call to the priesthood. I have to believe that somewhere along the way, you encountered jesus in in your journey into into your vocation,
2: uh yes absolutely chuck we um yeah, if if i couldn 't articulate that i 'm not sure i'd be a very good priest so <laughs> uh, um, i yeah in, in one of the prompt questions we had for prepping prepping for today is uh you know where where did you encounter Jesus, and how does that continue to live in your in your life? And I, I immediately uh, went back to the uh, encounter that I had with uh, with the Lord uh, at Saint John Paul II's visit to the United States in 1979. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a high schooler, and uh, he was in Des Moines, Iowa and and so uh, uh a handful of us from uh from my high school went down with a parish group and we were in this crowd of about 300,000 people or so um for the for the holy father's uh, pastoral visit to to Des Moines and you know i had like uh like a lot of people in my community grew up in a in a very catholic culture and schools and you know was kind of surrounded by it um institutionally uh uh, and 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 quite comfortable with it, and quite comfortable with being with being Catholic. But um, standing in the standing in the crowd uh, with uh, with the Holy Father uh, and um, being united with that many people. Around uh, our our visible vicar and uh, the gift of the Eucharist uh, made me appreciate what Jesus had done for me in giving me this faith and allowing me to to see him and to uh, participate uh, with him. Not just individually, I mean, obviously it was a powerful individual moment for me, but it was also the the power of being there with so many other people uh united in faith, united in Christ, united in the church, with uh, these these very visible realities and and our uh and our visible vicar uh, Jesus visible vicar here on uh, on earth, and it was uh it was a it was a profound it was a profound moment in and it really is the first place that i that I sense being called to the uh to the vocation of, of priesthood and uh the, the the way it works and probably by god's wisdom i didn't um uh, join the seminary the next day or anything like that. It was probably a decade or so after that that I finally actually went into the seminary uh but that certainly was the uh was a point that that I had that great um both personal and communal encounter with with Jesus uh that's still living in my uh in my life today and uh continues hopefully being lived out in the uh in the vocation in which Uh, A substantial part of my ministry is bringing people together to encounter Jesus uh, together, especially in the celebration of the Mass and the
3: Eucharist. Well, and then, Father Tom, when did priesthood, when did that idea, when did that call, when did that word, whatever the word is right now, when did that really become concrete for you?
2: yeah it finally became it finally became much uh much more real uh as i was i was out of college and uh and and working in a career and uh again you know faithful to faithful to catholic young adult life and and those sorts of things and then finally uh getting to a um, getting to a point of uh, knowing that God had been calling me to do something for quite some time and and oftentimes making excuses to uh to not do it not not enough certitude uh not enough confidence whatever it was and then finally uh finally got to a very very concrete point in my in my career that uh the Lord was calling me to something different and uh that something different was uh, certainly, a, uh, at least the exploration of a call to, to priesthood, and so I, uh, I responded to that, and finally, you know, did did some direct spiritual direction with a with a priest, and uh, went to the vocation office, and uh, began to began to pray and and go through the process, and uh, be accepted into the seminary, and be be given the grace to continue to grow in Uh, confidence and and certitude
3: about my my own vocation to to priesthood yeah and then so father tom you said yes uh, to the lord you became a priest and everything has just been easy street right you just sailed on down that road you're just sailing through your assignment as a parish priest in the archdiocese of saint paul in minneapolis and it's just been a terrific journey right
2: you know everything is really easy chuck you know that <laughs> you you've been involved in this stuff long enough uh yeah no I wouldn't and I would never do that to sell the the idea of priesthood to a young man either no it is you're you're absolutely right to to point out um you know when we encounter Jesus when we encounter jesus uh, it is a it is a glorious encounter, but it is also an invitation into the cross and uh, every walk of life with jesus uh, will uh, will include the cross and and we we face those big and small uh, every day every day of our life. Uh, but the beauty of the encounter with Jesus is that that encounter gives us the certitude that he is walking with us. he is uh, staying with us. he is right next to us in the in the trials and difficulties and struggles of of each day uh, and i I say this very frequently chuck the uh, one of the real one of the real graces of of priestly ministry for me has just been a uh, a much greater appreciation and concrete experience of of God providing the graces to me that I need to do what He is asking me to do, um, and and things far beyond far beyond anything I could have ever expected, and certainly didn't come, you know, by any natural gifts. But but God does God does provide, and uh, and so. As we walk along those uh, those challenges, those struggles, and, uh, and and carry the cross, we know that we know that Jesus is uh, is with us, carrying it um, with us as well.
3: Well, and then for somebody listening today, Father Tom, who uh, when we talk about encountering Jesus, if the cross is really heavy, if their suffering is just uh, to the point that he or she doesn't think they can continue to carry the cross or it's just so horrific. um, What would you say to them? Because I think sometimes that we we will um, look at at the cross and uh, we will um, basically um, say it's too heavy and I can't see God in this moment. What would you Say to that person listening today.
2: I would say you need to speak that directly to the heart of Jesus. I mean, uh, uh, and I, I, I tell this to I tell this to people frequently. Chuck, uh, Jesus can handle anything we have to say, and uh, if if what is going on in your heart and your mind at the moment is a belief that this particular situation is too heavy for me. Tell that to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I feel like this is too heavy for me. Please help me, and uh, and expect that He will. Uh, the other thing that I would that I would suggest, uh, Chuck, is uh, God surrounds us with people for a reason. I mean, we are formed as a body, a body in Christ. Uh, for a reason, this walk and this journey with the Lord is not done uh as an individual. it is not it is done in the context of family uh, marriages uh community and and i and what I often see when when people are when people are really intensely struggling with the cross uh there is there is often a a response to that cross that has them isolating themselves, believing that they're that they're they're on this uh, they're they're on their own with it, and you know what god God surrounds us with people who um you know what maybe they can't literally lift up the cross for you, but they can offer encouragement, they can offer prayers uh they can um, they can provide you with oftentimes experience that they've had. Say so, you know what I've had something similar and um, God in His goodness helped it to uh, to, to work out and uh, that this is that this is only temporary. So taking it directly to Jesus and uh, appreciating the uh, the people in the community that He surrounds us with are, are ways to 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 deal with um what can sometimes be very heavy crosses
3: Yeah. If you are uh, just joining us, you are listening to The Inner Life, our program on spiritual direction coast to coast and around the world on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app and maybe on your smart speaker, too, Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director. Father Tom is the pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, that in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis, talking today about encountering Jesus and what's been your experience of that. We'd love to hear your story, and again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. So, Father Tom, let's uh, take a phone call for you, and Sister Elizabeth, listening in Los Angeles. Hi, Sister. Welcome to the program today. Good to have you with us.
1: Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Good morning. Um, You know, I wanted to mention my experience. Uh, Yesterday was my anniversary of my final profession of vows. I made it on October 12th, 2009. And I experienced Jesus in a very special way. Um, as a junior sister, because we make temporary vows for six years before we make our final profession. And I used to argue with the sisters, I already made my vows. I've already, because in your heart, you're, you're making a vow forever. But of course, in formation, there, there's those six years of temporary vows that we renew every year. But I used to argue that I've already made my vows. You know i don't know why we have final profession i've made it forever from my first vow, but the day of my final profession, I will never forget, especially with the liturgy of the mass, um at the point where I knelt and I had um one of our auxiliary bishops emeritus uh Bishop Sartoris, he received the vows my vows for in for the church. And so he was there that day. And I remember I knelt and in the liturgy, it says you are a spouse of Christ forever. And I remember he put, I I can't remember if it was before or after, but he put the ring on my finger and all I could see was a man's hand. And I had, an experience of feeling Jesus' presence in a very special way. I got so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I grabbed Bishop's hand, I kissed it, I stood up and I hit him underneath the chin. I almost killed him, (laughs) but I remember just being... Wow! I was so, and I talked to him later about that. I wrote him a letter about five years later. I said, "I'm so sorry, I almost killed you." And he said, "Well, I don't remember you doing that, but <laughs> but if hitting me on, you know, if it was that exciting that you experienced Jesus through that. I'm so happy." But the night prayer that we pray as priests and religious and lay faithful pray that pray the Divine Office when it says, "Father, you know." now you can let your servant go in peace because my eyes have seen your salvation. For me that day, that's what I experienced But now because I received my ring and I had mentioned before Chuck, you know, since I call in uh, quite often <laughs> um, that I was away from the church and came back. So I, I, I just felt like the prodigal daughter was home. I was home. And Yeah, it was just so special. I guess I'll never be able to explain it to anyone really with words completely. But it was so real. And I I hang on to that when I'm not feeling God's presence and when I'm going through difficulties and with all that the church is going through, I go back to that and I say, no, you are real. Jesus is not just a story in a book. He's alive, and He's with us. And so I thought I'd share that.
2: Thank you very much, Sister, for, uh, for sharing that in the context of your own uh, vocation and, and, and final vows. And uh, uh, what the Holy Spirit was telling me as you uh, shared your, your, your beautiful story um, is the reality of permanence. You know, you you made your temporary vows for six years in a row, and uh, you know, in your heart, that was that that, that was a forever. But um, it didn't become it didn't become sort of official until the until the final vows. And I've noticed that in in participating in final vows ceremonies as well that that permanence in the word forever, forever, and those encounters that we have with Jesus are forever and you know it's been striking when I when I hear that because you know sister we live in a world we live in a world in which everything is temporary everything is temporary and and that and that feeling of temporary and nothing permanent creates just an instability. It creates instability in children and broken families and, and all those sorts of things that just demonstrate the, the, um, the, the temporary nature of so many things. But that encounter with Jesus and that commitment to Jesus is something that is lasting it's uh it's forever and it's not going away it's not it's not going away and your your testimony to your testimony to that is uh is is absolutely beautiful and uh it's a it's it's a wonderful it's a it is a wonderful witness and um and thank you for sharing it sister because to be very honest i bet many many of our very faithful listeners who are Love the Lord and and pray daily. Probably have never witnessed a final vows, and it's, it, it's sad to me because um, they're they're absolutely powerful. They're absolutely yeah. powerful, and so thank you for sharing that uh, that witness. And congratulations on your anniversary,
3: sister. Yeah, indeed, sister Elizabeth. Uh, good to have you on the program. Thanks for really a beautiful story, Father Tom. I, I just wonder if there's a lesson in this for us when she talks about uh, when things aren't going her way, when she's uh, wondering about uh, the reality of Jesus, whatever. And we all go through this. Come on, let's be honest about that. But to use her words, hang on to the memory, and so when we're going through a tough time, when maybe we're wondering where the Lord is, to go back and hang on to those moments when we knew and we recognized that, yeah. yes, Jesus is real. He was with me then. He is with me now. Yeah, in Ignatian spirituality, Chuck, they'll often call that a repetition. And so
2: there's a, there's an encounter with Christ that is Uh, as alive and as real as you and I are having this conversation right now. uh, And, and for us to, uh, to us to frequently go back to those, especially in those, uh, those shadowy and dark times where we're, where we're uh, wondering, you know, is, is this really real? Am I, am I really supposed to be doing this? Uh, And, and to, and to go back to that moment, to go back to that encounter and, and, and and reiterate it within our hearts and reiterate it to to the Lord that, yes, I know uh, you are real. You are merciful. You are loving. You invited me into your heart. And I am grateful for that encounter, and I look for a similar thing to happen again. Even though it's not happening now, I know it's real, and I know you are real. Yeah,
3: Father Tom Wilson is our spiritual director. We're talking today about encountering Jesus. What is your experience of that? When have you encountered the Lord? And here's the other question. When has the Lord encountered you? We'd love to hear your story. And again, if you'd like to join us, a little bit of time left in the program, 888-914-9149. You can email us to com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
0: Welcome back to the inner life on relevant radio you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at inner life show or email us inner at relevant this is the inner life on relevant radio
3: Thanks for joining us, everyone. Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director on the inner life today. Father Tom, a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. We're talking today about encountering Jesus and uh, what's been your experience of that? Toll free number if you'd like to join us. A little bit of time left in the hour, 888-914-9149. So Father Tom, I'm just thinking about um, uh, today for me. And I, my question is, should we anticipate uh, encountering Jesus in the day ahead. And I'm just thinking, I know later today, my wife, uh, Judy, and I, along with uh, one of our daughters, Annie, uh, we're going down to Planned Parenthood. We're going to pray the rosary later this afternoon. It's a little bit of a sacrifice, especially for for my wife. Um, it's a, it's in a, not a very good neighborhood. Uh, we obviously don't get um, good reactions. People get a little hostile at times. And um, so, but should, when we start to walk into the day, something like even today, should we anticipate, yes, Jesus is going to be there, and let's uh, keep our eyes open, let's keep our ears open, let's keep our hearts open to that encounter?
2: We encounter Jesus every day, and uh, it's a matter of whether or not we recognize him and And I think that that's uh what you've suggested, Chuck is a great idea that uh when we wake up in the morning uh part of our part of our daily ritual and and prayer needs to be lord uh I know that you are going to be here with me today. I know that I' am going to see you today uh please open my eyes to be able to uh to be able to see you and and I think uh, you know when when we're on our game, Chuck, it's going to be pretty easy to see, I think. Uh, but there's also going to be times when it's uh, when it's difficult, and and part of uh, you know that's that's part of the the daily examine prayer where we yeah. kind of examine the the movements of of God within our day and those uh, those opportunities that we had to to meet Jesus and acknowledge the places where we did, but also acknowledge. Lord, I had a chance to serve you in this person, and I saw you there, and I didn't. Hmm. Uh, And that's that's really, um, and uh, doing those exercises uh, helps us to uh, be able to see more clearly and to be able to to serve him uh, even even better
3: yeah father Tom Wilson our spiritual director before we get to a phone call here just a reminder that father Rocky has a new ebook for you we are three weeks uh, today away from our election it's an ebook called vote your conscience it will help you learn how to form your conscience around truth beauty goodness and Catholic teaching and then be able to use your well-formed conscience and really in all areas of your life to make moral choices uh, that's in voting raising your family even evangelizing those around you, and Father Rocky's e-book is free. All you have to do is go to RelevantRadio.com slash vote. You can also sign up on the Relevant Radio app. And after you download your copy of Vote Your Conscience, uh, invite your family and friends to sign up and uh, get their own copy. This uh, knowledge is meant to be shared uh, with everyone. So again, get your free copy, Vote Your Conscience, do it today. Just go to the website RelevantRadio.com slash vote, or you can sign up on the Relevant Radio app. So, Father Tom, let's um, take a phone call. Joe, listening in Maryland. Hey, thanks for the call, and welcome to the program today.
4: Hi, uh, good afternoon. Uh, I really love your show, love what you do. I uh, love the topic. So my question is, like, I've been praying for quite a long time, uh, but I don't really feel the presence of God. And uh, just... Some doing a lot you know, I go I go to a lot of spiritual you know what I want probably feel like it's like a spiritual battle. Hmm. So you know I deal with uh I deal with a phobia. But uh like I said I, I pray, pray a lot but I, I don't feel the presence of God. So yeah. how do I feel the presence of God?
2: Yeah, you know what and um I think uh I think Joe one of the um uh, do you do you have uh, a, like a regular confessor? Are you using the sacraments?
4: Uh, I w- I was uh, I did used to go to confession right before the COVID, but since okay. then I've not done any confession. I've not been
2: okay. to church. Okay. Okay so that's yeah. um uh that's unfortunate uh if it if it's not easily accessible for you because i think really um there for for lack of a better phrase um joe there's uh when we're struggling with recognizing the presence of god uh, there's kind of a there 's kind of a decision tree that we that that we go down and the and the the first branch on that decision tree is uh is our own life and um and so the, the the first thing the first thing that i would suggest for for somebody who's struggling with recognizing god's presence is uh to to do an honest examination of conscience and to to receive the grace of of the sacrament and to uh just allow the lord to to purify and to uh eliminate anything within our within our spiritual or moral life that might be uh that might be blocking his uh his presence and the and the grace of the sacrament i mean it it you know it takes scales off of eyes it uh it heals souls and 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 all of all of that uh is very helpful to begin uh, the 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 process of uh, more clearly recognizing the presence of God. Uh, the the other thing that I would suggest, uh, Joe, is that sometimes um, we live in a we live in a, a really an emotion-driven world, uh, and so oftentimes uh, when we are seeking God, we are also seeking uh, a, a particular feeling or emotional response, and you know God is. God is very good, God is very loving. God is very patient and and realizes our you know our our own shortcomings and so very very frequently that that encounter with him is is going to be matched with uh, with some type of uh an emotional response and and, and something that makes us uh feel good, uh, but we also have to be aware that uh, sometimes we can encounter God without feeling something and and I think that's I think that's very important um, I think probably a lot of our listeners are familiar with uh, Saint. Teresa of Calcutta's uh, own uh, journey with uh, with the Lord and you know very very um, deep encounter with Jesus for uh, for much of her uh, much of her service as a sister, but that, as she was called to, to start the Missionaries of Charity, she had this profound um, connection with Jesus to to serve him in the poorest of the poor. Uh, and then it got very dark after that, that she never experienced that again. and and, uh, and struggled interiorly with some of the emotional things, but she always knew that Jesus was there and you know i wouldn't wish that on anyone to go you know 40 years with that with that sort of thing uh but but the truth is that sometimes our sometimes our encounters with jesus we just we have to know that they're there uh even if we're even if we're not necessarily feeling it Which I will say then circles back to the sacraments. It circles back to our objective awareness that Jesus is present forgiving us in the sacrament of penance, Jesus is absolutely present in the in the In the Blessed Sacrament in the Tabernacle are exposed in adoration, and as we celebrate the Eucharist together uh, he is um, uh, he, he he is always there, whether our emotions are telling us that or not uh, he he is so yeah. um, uh, uh, keep, continue to persevere joe keep uh, keep praying and and you know i would I would suggest uh, you know, if you can get a hold of your parish priest, even if even if the the civil situation there it makes it makes it difficult, I I, I suspect that most priests would would try to figure out a way to uh, to be able to use the the sacrament of of, of healing and reconciliation. Yeah. And, uh, in confession to, to kind of um, uh, get you restarted on on uh, being more able to to uh, see God's presence.
3: Yeah. Joe, God bless you. Wish we had more time. Uh, we do not. Uh, but real quick, uh, Father Tom, you know, feeling the, the dryness of the Lord, but go out and watch the sunset tonight. Watch. Uh, look at God's creation and recognize maybe I don't feel God in my life, but gosh, I can see him. And there he is. Amen. That's a great suggestion, Chuck, and we, we love
2: the fall here in Minnesota. It's short, but it's beautiful.
3: <laughs> yeah, all three weeks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director, time to wrap things up. Father Tom, we do like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners.
2: Heavenly Father, we are grateful for all that you provide us with. We are grateful for the gift of your Son, Jesus. Continue to give us eyes to see and hearts to appreciate our encounters with him, uh, and especially uh, courage and desire to to share that with others in, in our lives. And may Almighty God send his blessing upon all of our listeners and their families, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit.
3: Amen. Father Tom Wilson, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today. We are celebrating Mass here in about 60 seconds. Stay tuned for that. Don't forget, The Faith Explained with Cale Clark at 1230 Central. We're back tomorrow. Hope to see you then.